since the other item was rescheduled, the one state liability, uh, we'll deal with it uh, in September. Uh, yeah, in September, just before we adjourn, we will deal with the state liability. So today we will be shortlisting candidates for the information regulator. Uh, I understand the the long documents that has got the criteria was circulated to our members. So we, we the know the criteria. We must always ensure that we don't appoint or shortlist people who are public servants. That is one of them. People who are unrehabilitated insolvent. Uh, that is the other one. And people who are not citizens of the Republic of South Africa. Um, no member of parliament should be shortlisted. Uh, and then we must not also shortlist people who have been declared to be mentally ill or unfit uh, by the court of law. Generally, a section 41 of the Act provides that the members of the regulators must be appropriately qualified, fit, and proper persons to be uh, to, to be appointed to the regulator. Um, a day before yesterday, we agreed that we will have we will not. Um, in fact, uh, we will have maximum it will be five. So we will not pass five, uh, even if we have less people. Because we are dealing with the, with the, with one position of a part-time member. So we agreed that we would not uh, exceed five members uh, to, to to be shortlisted, and we agreed that the the the, the interviews. Uh, when we do the interviews, they will be done over a single day, not uh, two days. Um, but we still need to do the screening before we do the interviews. So having scratched that uh, background, I would now uh, invite any questions, comments before we start with the, with the shortlisting or with the nominations of people to be shortlisted. Um, Honourable Swart. Thank you, Chair. I, I did raise my hand and I appreciate your introduction. I, I missed, uh, I'll get my apologies, so I missed your comments uh, on, at the previous meeting when this was discussed. I just wanted clarity as to the one disqualification item in terms of Section 41G, which relates to um, Sub 5, an office bearer or employee of any political party. Um, I would presume that would mean an executive office bearer as well of a political party. Um, I would just need clarity on that. I think it means what you are saying, uh, Honorable Swart. Thank you, Chair, for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Um, Honorable uh, Hendricks had already indicated that he has some questions that he wants to ask. I will now give Honorable Hendricks that opportunity to ask the questions. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, thank you, Honorable Chair. 
I just wanted to bring it to the attention of the committee that our parliamentary constituency office has received a flood of inquiries about the data breach by Experian, uh, which has compromised the personal information of 24 million South Africans. And I was just hoping that um, uh, 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 that will uh, form a um, important part of the uh, of the selection uh, because we need to make sure that those members serving uh, 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 will be able to uh, give us peace of mind that number one is that in the performance of their duties they will ensure that such breaches don't take place and secondly that um, uh, punitive action must be very severe against uh, data companies like Experian and especially the, the major banks. And also, it'd be nice to hear, uh, to know their views on whether uh, uh, such economic activity should not be prohibited. I just felt that, um, uh, you know, I would, have, I would like the counsel and wisdom of the members of this portfolio committee uh, you know, to address uh, the concerns of the many complaints that our parliamentary constitution office had as soon as uh, it was known that uh, this breach took place, uh, in fact, uh, some time ago and is now in the public domain. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. No, thank you very much, uh, Honorable Hendricks. I do think that uh, what you have raised also it will form part of the questions that uh, candidates would be asked uh, when we do the interviews um, but i think it's important that uh, this uh, matter uh, be given the attention it deserves because already another member uh, honorable mufu Kang, raised this particular matter so I think it's going to be important that um, the responsible portfolio committees um, deal with this matter urgently because 24 million IDs that um, are affected pose a serious personal risk to the people concerned and to the economy of our country. So I, I, I do believe that parliament would need to take the appropriate uh, action um, even uh, of um, considering whether such a company should not be invited to uh, appear before one of the committees that would have a line function oversight. But we do appreciate the issues you have raised, uh, Honorable Hendricks, and um, I think uh, when we interview the candidates, we would try and put those questions the manner in which you have also uh, raised them. So I think um, um, Christine and others who will be assisting us will have taken note of what you have raised. Thank you very much, Honorable Hendricks. Uh, any other clarity seeking question before we nominate? Yes, Steve Swart, again, just very briefly. Yes, Honorable Swart. Okay, I just want to... Um, comment on what Mr. Hendricks has just said. I think it's a very important issue and I do think that we might want to consider because this is directly in the domain of the information regulator, just 
following what he has raised and the impact of 24 million to request the information regulator to give us a report as to what steps she is taking to investigate this. Um, this has occurred previously and the information regulator gave us an update where a previous data leak took place that forced squarely in the domain of the information regulator and it's something to consider that we ask for an update because I'm sure she, that um, she will be instituting an investigation. This is a clear breach of the Protection of Personal Information Act. Uh, thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Schwartz. I think we should do that uh, on an agent basis um, because I think people are quite worried about this. We don't know, maybe your ID or my ID has been affected, we do not know, so we will deal with this matter as, an, as a matter of agency. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Honorable Members. Are there any further questions on the process now? Uh, on the process that we are about to turn back on. Uh, none. So can we can we start with the shortlisting process? Um, I've already uh, outlined the criteria that is uh, is going to be used. Uh, just in addition, um, is that we have a committee. Uh, let me for the purposes of uh, this meeting, let me say, we have a committee of five, uh, that is the members of the regulator, we have the chair and four other members. Of the five, uh, we have three that are, are, full, are full time and then two that are part time. And uh, if we include Professor Tanya, we had three male, uh, females and two males. Um, with uh, the resignation of uh, Professor Tanya, with the vacancy that we have, we have two females and two males, and all of them with law degrees, currently those that we have with law degrees. So can I now open for nomination, or uh, yes, for nomination of members to be shortlisted? I have honorable, I'm not sure whether you are greeting me or you are raising your hand. Uh, I'm raising my hand. Um, okay. Okay. So I have, I have Honorable Breitenbach, I have Honorable Nola, I have Honorable Swart, uh, in that order. Okay. Oh, I've got Honorable Velma Nivot Drachens. And then I've also Honorable Horn uh, in that order. Can we start with Honorable Breitenbach? Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Chairperson. Um, bearing in mind the point raised by um, Honorable Hendricks, which I think was a, an important point, uh, and, and having had uh, cognizance of the CVs, I think we should try and appoint somebody who has uh, a lot of experience with regards to uh, ICT and, and personal information protection. Um, so I nominate um, Professor Justine Limpet's Law, who has the relevant and required experience. And I nominate Professor Alison Gilwald, who also has the required experience. So, 
So as Professor Justin and then and Professor Gilwalt are nominated by Honorable Breitenbach. Uh, Honorable Ngola. Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh, in the same spirit of uh, well-qualified candidates with uh, uh, adequate experience uh, and uh, I, I would like to nominate Ms. Uh, Alice in Chile. Ms. Alice in Chile and Ms. Katleho Dolamo. Thank you so, very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Mola. So we have four names. We have Ms. Professor Justin Lipston, Professor Gilward, Ms. Alison Tilly, and Ms. Katla Hotelamo. Any further nominations? Um, Chair Steve Swatcha, I, I had the two names of Professor Alison Gilbert and Professor Justin Lipston as well. So I second those nominations. Thank you, Chair. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Honourable Werner Horn. Yeah, thanks, Chair. Maybe just for the sake of procedure, it's Professor Justine Limpetlaw, not Lipsitch or whatever, uh, but it's fine. Um, I wanted to propose that we also add Dr. Pratish Dala. It is quite clear from his application and CV that he also has the relevant uh, qualifications and experience. So it's Professor Limpet Law. Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, so we add uh, uh, Dr. Pratish Dala, uh, Honorable Nibut Trachens. Good morning, everyone, and good morning, Chair, again. Um, my apologies, I had a question. I wasn't ready to, wasn't ready in the nomination process. Um, the person who resigned, whose position we're filling, um, I just wanted to get her experience to know what we are filling in the regulator. Um, and I would just like to say I support the nominations that Honorable Nola has already put forward. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I think in the document that was circulated, um, a brief a CV of Professor Tanya was circulated. She was a professor of law. She was a researcher. Um, she specializes in intellectual property law. Um, that, 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 that was briefly uh, her areas of expertise. Thank you very much. Are there any further nominations? Bearing in mind that we have already reached our five as per, as per our decision, but then we must ask, are there any further nominations? So we have the following uh, nominations uh, that have been seconded. Professor Justin is let's say Professor Justin, uh, Professor Alison Gilwalt, Miss Alison Tilly, Miss Katleho Delamo, and Dr. Pritish Dala. 
um, that represents the nominations that members have made. Um, those are the members that we would be um, interviewing. But firstly, they are going to be subjected to a screening process. Um, the day before yesterday, uh, Ms. Silkstone explained the process. It is not going to be different from the process of the, the deputy public protector where the names of and the CVs of the people that have been uh, that have been selected here now are going to be out there for public comments. The, uh, we are going to be giving the public two, day, uh, two weeks to make those comments. And that will also uh, assist us when we do the interviews. If anything comes out of those public comments, we can we can raise it with the candidates. So honorable members, I think that is that we would be communicating the date for the screening. Uh, when we when we will start with the screening, then thereafter we would communicate days for for the interviews. Um, are we all happy with the process, members? Yeah. Very happy. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Chair. Yes, Honourable Mukoke. I think I'm happy with the process, but I just want us to remember the observation that I made with the public protector is that our questions, as we asked them, they were public, and some of the candidates that came after, they had an advantage over the other because uh, some members will repeat their question and that will sometimes be something that we forget. And the other one that comes in has corrected that, especially that it was over two days. But I'm saying that we should also be mindful that we must have a variety of questions, a lot of them, and try not to repeat to one person unless we find that we want that answer to be you know, want an answer from one of the candidates. That was my observation on that. Okay. Um, okay. But I think one of the advantage for this one is that we will be having it over one day, uh, unlike the previous one, which was over two days. But we take note of what you have raised, honorable member. Um, are there any comments, further comments? Uh, sir, I think, I, think, I think what Paul uh, is raising is very important. Because uh, even if it's one day, one of them may be watching on the end uh, So maybe I think we must find a way to of having two, two, I'm not sure uh, as per time if we'll be able to conduct the interview in the parliamentary precinct or we're going to conduct it virtually. Because if we're to conduct it in the parliamentary precinct, it would have been easy because we would have created two rooms where others await in the other room while so are dealing with someone. Uh, so at, we don't create uh, uh, an, 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 an a process where the others 
or, or else we, we do a set of, uh, of, of questions where we are saying for the first uh, round, these are the questions, for the second round, these are the questions, for the third round, these are the questions. Just, just, just um, maybe the, the secretariat would help us in terms of thinking uh, an innovative way of ensuring that we don't uh, allow the unfair advantage uh, of other candidates over others. Thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable Mola. Honorable Swart. Chair, I want to support the previous speaker in the sense that it has been discussed in the WIPs and with the speaker in the programming that Parliament should start returning to normal as far as possible with due health protocols in place. So there is space for us to meet as a committee physically. Will be less than the required 50 members. So it is something for us to consider as well. And that would then be able to ensure that the uh, interviewees are maybe put in a separate uh, room, which will not then enable that unfair advantage. And we would then not have to um, have a virtual meeting. But that is for the committee to decide. I just put it as a, as a supporting of the one proposal of President Koala. Okay. Um, I don't think that it would need uh, a postponement. I think let's agree that we will, we will have it, um, the interviews will be done physically, not virtually, so that we take into consideration the issue, the concerns that have been raised. And then we have the two rooms that would and so that when we interview one member, others would be in the in the other room where they will not have access to TVs and any other any other um, thing that would put them in, in an unfair advantage over the others. Uh, do we agree, honorable members? Yes, Good. Thank you very much. Um, are there any other issues that we, that, that we might have overlooked before we adjourn? Chairperson. Oh, Honorable Hello. Mohammed. Uh, yeah. Sorry, my apologies, Chairperson. I had uh, technical problems this morning. I only came right now. My apologies uh, for, for only switching in now. Okay. No, thank you very much. No, no problem. Um, we will brief you about yeah, what sure. we have discussed, yes. Honorable members, I think that comes, that brings us to the end of the meeting. And thank you very much, honorable members. Um, honorable Swart, have you raised your hand? I've just no. I've lowered my hand. Thank you, Chair. My apologies. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now we have come to the end of the meeting. Uh, thank you very much, honorable members. You would be advised after all these processes have ensued, um, when are we going to meet for the, for the interviews and the outcome of the screening. Um, so we'll meet to get a report on the outcome of the screening and then uh, also um, the date of the interviews. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chair. The meeting is adjourned. Thank you, Thank you Chair. Chair President. Chair. Hello.
can you maybe stay behind uh, with the admin uh, team so that we can discuss some few issues? Okay. Uh, thank you very much, honorable members. Uh, can we get the space to discuss some issues? Should I leave? No, I think because you're part of the management, you okay. should not. Right, sure. Sorry about that. They could only get my. I've been struggling for oh, half an hour now with my. Uh, it seems the admin it didn't load my 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 gadgets. And then I went to another gadget, and and that one asked me for a new password. I don't know why, <laughs> and I couldn't enter. That is the problem with technology. When it betrays you, betrays you big time. And then eventually, um, the IT people came, uh, got me going just now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I was on, on the phone with the committee. Sure. Yeah, just on this one, uh, the, the issue of uh, of the interviews. There are two possibilities. Uh, members can have the interviews in Parliament, or we can identify a central venue, like in Jubek, where I think most members of the committees are, and then we can secure a venue there with uh, two rooms where the candidates will also converge, and then we conduct the interviews there. So, yeah, I think that is maybe the one, just one issue that we can explore. Uh, I think some committees are like, you know, the previous weeks, you know, that is how some committees were operating. They were, they were meeting uh, around the airport to conduct interviews. No, that, that, that would be fine. But I think we must also check um, um, the candidates themselves, that most of them are from where? Yeah. Because we must uh, ultimately have the, the least cost-effective uh, process. Mm. Uh, because I think in our committee already, you have quite a number from Cape Town. Uh, you, you have Honorable Mohammed, Honorable Janji, uh, Honorable uh, Glennis Breitenbach, Honorable uh, Nevoot Drachens. Uh, so out of 11, already you have four. I think Nicola might also be... So I think let's do an exercise and also uh, and, and look at the and look at also the convenience for the for, for the other candidates. Because I think I think most of them would be from from Gauteng. 
except I think Till is from Cape Town. Yeah. Is it five candidates, Jay? Five candidates, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. it's, it's five candidates. Uh, Gilwald, Professor Gilwald, I'm not sure. I think it's from UCT. Houting. Houting. Justice. Uh, I think the candidates most will be th this side, which is, mm. I think those are some of the things I think we must do a cost benefit yeah. analysis. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if it's there, would it be at the, at the airport? Yes, we can, have it, at the airport. Mm. we can have it at the airport. Mm. It's much more convenient for those who mm. want to mm. fly in. To fly in, yes. And then, in terms of uh, next week's program, we had, uh, I think we scheduled a meet a briefing on one of the gender-based violence legislation. Uh, the, the criminal law social offenses one has been has been uh, introduced. So, will be the only one that came through. No, the others I saw draft uh, GR one fifty nine, but uh, the criminal law one it's uh, it, mm. it is a it, it is a final bill that has been introduced. ATC. Yeah. But I guess there's nothing wrong, but there's nothing stopping us from getting briefings because already we have the, the bills for information. Was I think getting a briefing will also allow us a situation where we are able to send them off so that uh, we can start with the process of uh, public comments. Yeah, but we cannot, we, we cannot consider a draft and then request public comments. You know, just in case maybe there are some changes to to, to the draft as uh, as introduced, then but we have to you know to to, to re-advertise it. But then at the same time, there's nothing stopping us from having an informal briefing on on them. Yeah, no, I think uh, because we do not have time, I think let's have that briefing. Um, let's have that briefing. Uh, I know the cannabis bill also has been formally introduced. I think it was yesterday. Uh, so I think I think let, let, let's have that uh, bill um, briefing um, because I think what will happen. I think in the in the next few days uh, we will have uh, we will have we will receive them so i think let's work on tuesday getting a briefing on all the three gpv legislation because the manner in which these things are being managed i mean the executive has really um, put us on a very tight program already Mm. Um, and then maybe when we come back, I, I would suggest a, um, a whip that we mm. we also have a briefing before we adjourn on on the cannabis. Yes, 
because if we don't, then they will be saying, why are you not prioritizing a constitutional court deadline bill? And mm. then prioritizing uh, the one that does not have a constitutional court deadline. So I think if we, ha maybe um, if, I think we are joining on the 4th, that, that Friday of the 4th, maybe we can deal with the, the briefing on the, on the cannabis. Mm, mm. That's, yeah, that will be the following week. That will be, yes. So on Tuesday, I think we deal with the three, whether formally in whether we will deal with one bill at a time and finish it and then we go to the next bill or how are we going to manage the process because if we if we take one bill at a time then we might finish them uh, 